0: Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by Hi, I'm Scott Hahn, and I'd like to invite you personally to join me and Breadbox Media on August 24th in New Oxford, Pennsylvania. For a day of spiritual renewal, I'll be presenting three talks, one on St. Joseph, one on the Sacrament of Matrimony, and another one on the Holy Eucharist. Learn more and register at breadboxmedia.com forward slash PA conference. I hope to see you there. Celebrate our God-given freedom and faith while honoring our Blessed Mother with Girelli's USA Rosary. Each state is represented on this rosary's 50 beads. Red, white, and blue enamel adorn its patriotic crucifix. Get yours today. Shop www.ghirelli.com. This, our Mother of the Eucharist production, is made possible by you. If you would like to support us by donating, click the Give Online tab at the top of our website, ourMotherOfTheEucharist.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Welcome to Shades of Blue. All that is good, all that is true, all that is beautiful, all that is holy, all that is pure, all that is virtuous, all that is merry. This is out of the blue, with Sister Carista Maria and Sister Mary Claire.
1: Okay, brothers and sisters, here we are in part three of Corpus Christi and our Eucharistic Lord. So, Sister, what, there was something that you were wanting to share, and I think it's going to be really, really good. And I think uh, you got, you all are, are are in for a treat. So, what is it oh, that you were well, wanting to share?
2: Okay, well, actually. Um, like I said, my whole vocation is centered on Jesus in the Holy Eucharist. <clears throat> Excuse me. And my whole purpose, every, because God has revealed to me so profoundly the truth of his presence in the Holy Eucharist. Mm. And so it's hard for me to contain myself when I, when I try to even talk about Jesus being truly present in the Eucharist. Mm. And yeah. you know we're told that that yeah. we will never fully realize in this life what we have been given that Jesus is alive and present among us in right. the holy eucharist. I know St John the beloved came to know it to a at least a little degree. That's why he rested his head, head on the heart on the heart of, of, the Jesus. Heart of Jesus at the last supper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he got it, didn't he? Yes, and that's why and yeah. because he was so close to Mary. Yeah. Yeah. And of course our our mission is missionaries
1: of her- our mother of the Eucharist
2: hermits, but yes of our mother of the, the Eucharist. Eucharist and so our mother has led us to such a profound love with Jesus in the holy Eucharist in fact you can't see our hearts with um oh
1: yeah maybe you need to right go now, down but, a
2: but we'll just a little just, bit i'm I'll gonna, just tiptoe for a minute
1: there you go okay. oh there you go there's your heart the two this is
2: our, and this is Jesus in the Eucharist is at the center of yeah. our, our logo of who right. we are as as hermit missionaries. We we have we're open to others being with us that are not hermits, but we ourselves are hermits. hermits. So we're set apart in more prayer and solitude, but doing videos and writings about certain things that are most important. That we have come to know to to really. That we want to share
1: with you through our prayer.
2: Yes, and to call forth the bride. Right. That that everyone may realize the profound graces that are available to us today. And so, what's really been stirring in my heart is Mary has been trying to get our attention in so many, even approved private revelations, if we even think of Fatima which began with the angel. Yes, the, you know, Eucharist, the Eucharist, the Eucharist. Was, Eucharist yeah. was the first message, and, and bowing right. before the Eucharist. And of course, My every, God, every, I
1: believe, I adore, I hope, and I love you, and I ask pardon for those who do not believe, do not adore, do not hope, and do not love you. Amen.
2: You know, that's and what he said. Yes, and and all authentic Marian apparitions, you will notice that Jesus in the Eucharist becomes the center of them. Even at Lourdes, they have Eucharistic processions. They have a basilica. People are healed in the Eucharistic processions. Especially there, yeah. All of of these authentic apparitions, Mary asks for a basilica or a church shrine to be built where Jesus in the Eucharist is, even Guadalupe. Yeah, It's Jesus and the Eucharist is you know, the center.
1: You know, sister, that's so true. For some reason, it's just dawning on me. Duh! You know, it's like Mary didn't say, just build a shrine to me. You know, right. just just have a big statue of me and have a big shrine dedicated to me. No, she points us always to Jesus and the Blessed Sacrament, her son, and she says, build a basilica so that many people can come to Mass and they can wanna, receive you're Jesus. Remind,
2: you're reminding me of something. I want to share this story, actually. I was at a, um, pr- a private revelation of Mary, Okay. and I was at one of the apparition rooms where Mary had reportedly appeared, and there was a pilgrim there, a friend of mine, who was in there with me, and he said to me, can you believe this, that Mary has been appearing and we're actually able to be in the place where she appeared. And, and to just, in our time, she's appearing. Mm. And I said, I know, that's really, that's wonderful. I said, but can you believe this? <laughs> I said that when we are baptized, we receive the indwelling presence of the, the Holy, Holy Trinity. Trinity. And not only that, when we go to communion, Wow. we receive the presence of Jesus, body, blood, and soul, the Because they never yes. separate right. the Father, the Son, and, and the I Spirit, said, and Our I, Lady. Right. And I said, and that is Mary's message. Hmm. Wherever she goes, she's always pointing to Jesus. what we've been taught, yeah. the yeah. sacramental life, to live it right. wholeheartedly. Right. And so, very often, it's not preached from the no. pulpit. And we no. see that there's a, a grave scandal going on in our church right now and if anyone out there is really struggling with this we have the answer for you
1: it's what Saint Peter said Lord to whom shall we go you have the words of everlasting life because Jesus looks at you and each and every one of you and he says are you going to leave too? are you going to leave too?
2: and so this is what I want to share these Mary has reportedly given some profound messages on the Eucharist through these reported uh, messages to Father Gobi, to us through Father Gobi. And actually, there have been about, I think, 22 imprimators on this book. There's been a lot. A lot. A lot of cardinals, bishops, and priests. Pope John Paul II and Pope Benedict were both well-connected with Father Gobi. He passed away in 2011. But Mary is, it's like she's giving a commentary on Scripture, in our times, mm. through her heart, mm. and um, she actually says she's telling us so clearly what we need to do. And, she, and what is that? She says she says His glorious reign, meaning Jesus and the Eucharist. She says His glorious reign will shine forth above all in the triumph of His Eucharistic person, mm. because the Eucharist will once again. Be the heart and center of the whole life of the church. So this mm, is going to be when the triumph God. comes of her immaculate heart and of this heart of Jesus. It's, it's going to come because his Eucharistic person will once again be the heart and center of the whole life of the church. She, she goes on to say, Jesus and the Eucharist will become the summit of all your prayer, wow. which should be a prayer of adoration, of thanksgiving, of praise, and of propitiation.
1: That's atonement.
2: Atonement, reparation, atonement to God. Atonement to God. And she, yeah. she goes on and says, Jesus in the Eucharist will once again be the center of all liturgical action, which will unfold itself as a hymn to the Most Holy Trinity through the continual priestly action of Christ, which will be carried out in the Eucharistic mystery.
1: Sister, as you were reading that, and it says Jesus will be the center of all liturgical action or activity or whatever, you know, that is, that's not happening. Right. It seems like it's not happening. people are the center of yeah. the liturgical uh, action, or the priest might be the center of the, the liturgical action, or, right. or the music may be the center of the... But God, Jesus, present in the Eucharist, needs to be put back into the center.
2: And I'll have to say that, um, To give two little signs of hope that were at the Bishops' Assembly recently, two of the bishops acknowledged Eucharistic Adoration. Yes,
1: they did. There weren't a
2: lot of bishops. Once Bishop Barron was one of them. Right, Bishop Barron and and another one. And I think it is so important, And, and who is it, Bishop Baker? And Alabama is going to be having a Eucharistic procession?
1: Oh, yes, he's going to be having, in reparation reparation. for the scandals in the church, in reparation for the uh, sexual scandals in the church, he is going to be having a Eucharistic procession From I don't know from one place to another, and I forget how, and it seems to be quite a distance apart, you know. And he's doing that in reparation. And he may
2: have been the one, other one that mentioned the Eucharist.
1: He mentioned the Eucharist, and he mentioned well, he mentioned Jesus Christ, you know. Yeah, he did. But but here's the thing: what Bishop Barron said that's very important is that he mentioned when he was talking about evangelization. Yeah. He was saying that the youth were attracted to the to Eucharistic. Uh, adoration and eucharistic processions and that's where they were being evangelized brothers and sisters we can talk Praise to God. we're blue in the face we can we can say a lot of things but it is the presence of our eucharistic
2: lord that will break every barrier that there is and so this is what we need to pray for that she mary goes on she says jesus and the eucharist will once again be the center of your ecclesial gatherings, Mm. because the church is his temple, his house, which has been built above all, that his divine presence may shine forth in your midst.
1: Praise God.
2: So, And then she goes on and says, In these present times the darkness has, alas, obscured even the tabernacle. That's why Corpus Christi, this feast day, is so important important that we as Catholics come together and adore Jesus in the Eucharist and encourage our priests to have processions if they don't have them Mm -hmm. and encourage perpetual adoration in the chapels or at least adoration periodically, at least weekly. Right, right. Mary goes on, she says, around it, around the tabernacle, there is so much emptiness, Mm. so much indifference, so much negligence. Each day, doubts, denials, and sacrileges increase. The Eucharistic heart of Jesus is wounded anew by his own, in his own Mm -hmm. house, in the very place where he has taken up his divine dwelling in your midst. Wow. Become, again, perfect adorers and fervent ministers of Jesus in the Eucharist, who through Amen. you makes himself again present, emulates himself anew, and gives himself to souls. Bring everyone to Jesus in the Eucharist by adoration, by communion, and by a greater love. Mm. Help everyone to approach the Eucharistic Jesus in a worthy manner,
1: by cultivating
2: in the faithful an awareness of sin, right. by inviting them to present themselves for the sacrament of Holy Communion in the state of grace, right. by educating them in the practice of frequent confession, which becomes necessary before receiving the Eucharist for those who are in mortal sin.
1: Oh my gosh, that is something that is so we, not being preached. We opened preached. a can of worms Oh Oh, well, we sure did, because... Um, so many people are receiving Holy Communion sacrilegiously. And what do I mean by that? I mean unworthily in the sense of you are in mortal sin, grievous sin, and yet you're receiving the Son of God. And I know why. It's because you think he's just a symbol. And you don't believe it's the Son of God. But we are here to tell you it is Jesus And you're crushing His heart because He wants to be one with you. He loves you so much. He wants you to come out of the darkness into His marvelous light. And so we need to go to the sacrament of confession, of reconciliation, so that we can reconcile ourselves with God, so that we can receive Him in a manner where we become become more worthy. None of us are worthy none of us are worthy Yeah, but as far as mortal sin goes we need to be taught that that many are receiving they're receiving Holy Communion when they've had abortions, they're receiving Holy Communion when they've been in fornication and and
2: it's really out of love that we would say you can't receive Jesus until you become right, that you enter back into a state of grace because otherwise as scripture says you're you're eating and drinking your own condemnation yes, yes and so yeah it's just so important I just I'm reminded of one time I, would, I struggle sometimes with going to funerals or weddings not mm. that we go as much now because at times often I will see people who have no clue what they're doing in the mm. pew right and yet they, they think they're just supposed to go up because everybody everyone's, else is. everyone's going up so and they don't want to be embarrassed and
1: not go up you know and so they,
2: I was yeah. at a fun- funeral one time and I knew that there were hardly any Catholics, mm. practicing Catholics there. So I asked the priest before, I said, can you please make an announcement, um, you know, just to come up with your hands yeah, here. If yeah, you, And he said, well, I can't because, you know, a parishioner complained a while back to another priest for doing that, thinking that they were being, I don't know, I don't know, being mean to him or something. And, and, know, and he said the bishop said that they couldn't do that anymore. And I said wow. that that wow. I so <laughs> I wrote to the bishop and I said I s- encouraged him for that. It, I said it's not it's not a matter of judging anyone. It's a matter of evangelization. Right. It's a matter of speaking the truth because otherwise, I mean, that's how they'll come to learn
1: right about sister, his true presence. We've gotten to a point to where. It is easier for us to to like we don't want to offend another person but we have no problem offending God. So, no it problem needs to offending be the God. The other way
2: around. We
1: need to we need to reverse that, right? We let God be that.
2: our only audience, the is one it? that we have to right be accountable to.
1: Are we needing to do a part 4 now or no.
2: We're um I want to just
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well, let me just close this part out, okay? Okay. All right, so um, I want to just have this closing of what Mary says. She says,
1: Oh, yeah, this is good. The
2: church is deeply wounded by the multiplication Mm. of sacrilegious communions. The time has come when your heavenly mother says, Enough! I myself will fill up the great void about my son Jesus present in the Eucharist. I will form a barrier of love about his divine presence. I myself will do this through you, beloved sons and daughters, Daughters, whom I wish to set up as a guard of love round about all the tabernacles of the earth. So we're we're calling forth the bride here. All those who are part of the choir that we're (laughs) preaching to right now, we're part of the choir with you. And you see our, our logo again, I'm gonna show it to you. It's um that's <laughs> part of my that is part of my and inspiration. The Eucharist in the middle. Yeah, Mary's heart is the outside the Eucharistic the sacred heart, sacred Eucharist. It's what
1: you see on our, our page shades of blue if you go to Facebook, Shades of Blue. And so
2: it's like Mary's heart is like a barrier of love surrounding Jesus right. present in the Eucharist. And we desire to be Part of that, we desire to be in adoration and praise of Jesus constantly. Even if we're not able to be before the Eucharist, our hearts always united with him in the Eucharist. And we just encourage everyone out there, in your parishes, wherever you are, adore Jesus in the Eucharist, love Jesus in the Eucharist, defend him in the Eucharist, draw others to the truth of his presence in the Eucharist. So especially the many who are depressed, who are struggling in life, yeah. who have no purpose in life, right. very often I've been in adoration. Mm. And I and I could hear in the past when I could hear cars just passing back and right. forth when I was at Adoration Chapel and thinking so many are depressed and they're just passing straight by. They have no clue that the King of kings and the Lord of lords is here and he's yeah. the divine healer and he is the one who sates us right. and that, who heals us and redeems us and cleanses us of all depression, discouragement, despair, all the D words. The wow. devil, depression, doubt, <laughs> and despair.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sister, you just reminded me of something that a, that a holy priest said, he, God rest his soul, Father Angelus Shaughnessy. And um, he said, and this is how far we've come to, and he said, let me give you an example. He said this at mass, if I were to tell you that I'm going to give you $100, each one of you that come to church, I will give you $100. Don't you think there would be a line of cars coming all the way out of the parking lot, all the way down the street, and then they would come back to the next Mass and the next Mass and the next Mass because they'd a $100. Wow. He says, but brothers and sisters, you have something Way, way more. Way more than $100 here. You have the Son of God here who's going to take care of you in a way that $100 will never take care of you. Like she said, get get rid of your depression, your fears, your doubts, your worries. Fill you with His love. Give you everlasting life and joy and peace. Mm-hmm. And yet you're preferring $100. It shows you where we are as a nation in and in our world that we were we're 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 ready for money, we're ready for wealth over over
2: God. It's like what Mother Teresa said, one holy hour is more powerful to the good than a nuclear bomb <laughs> to the bad. Right. Woo. We have no idea. That's one major. holy hour, you know, when you go to heaven and see how powerful one holy hour has been and how far it has gone yeah. to bless the whole world. It blesses the whole world. You know what I can, we can end on, Sister? What?
1: I think that we should end on this. Brothers and sisters, let's go for a holy hour rather than a happy hour. Amen. Especially religious holy and priests, hour. beginning
2: with religious and priests.
1: Amen. They maybe. shouldn't be going to happy hours anyway. <laughs> I know, I know, I, I agree with that. So, so anyway, O sacrament most holy, O sacrament divine,
2: all praise and all thanksgiving be every moment thine. And look forward to part four, right? Maybe we'll so. we have one more. I have a little more to share. Okay, amen. God bless you. God bless.
0: Thank you for listening to Out of the Blue. Visit us on our to donate and for more information about our ministries.
2: Hello, this is international Catholic singer Anna Nuzo, inviting you to join me and Father Dan Cambra of the Marian Fathers on a select international tours, Divine Mercy Pilgrimage to Poland and the Czech Republic. It takes place in September of 2019, and we would love for you to join us. For more information, go to my website, AnnaNuzo.com. Thank you and God bless.
0: fellowship and love.